thankful for the way these stories hold on to the lifetime we won't get back. I know these rivers carry Welcome to Kankakee Podcast, where we talk about the people and places of Kankakee County. I'm Shake Lamore, and today we are joined by a husband and wife whose nonprofit organization was just named the Kankakee County Chamber of Commerce's Non for Profit of the Year Award for 2021. Their organization is called Still I Rise, which is a dynamic and innovative uh, leadership development nonprofit that empowers youth and young adults to create a positive change in society. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that Kankakee Podcast is all about positive change, obviously, especially in Kankakee County. So please let's uh, welcome Aaron and Takara Robinson to the show. Welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, of course. It's so it, it it's great to uh, see you face to face. Aaron and I have been talking for like the last couple of weeks or a month. I forget how mm-hmm. time just goes by so quickly anymore that I, <laughs> yeah. but you know, um, I, I was it was so great to actually link up with you on LinkedIn and mm-hmm. you're like, hey, uh, you know, can yeah. we be how, how does someone become a guest on Kankakee podcast? And it's so funny because I had still I rise on my list for, mm-hmm. you know, people to talk to in 2022. So, yes, yes. here we are. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. There's so many things to talk about and not just with still I rise. Obviously, it's a big part of what both of you do. But even aside from that, you um, run your own publishing company too, oh, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. yes, absolutely. So yes. Um, we can get into that as well. But how did you two meet? Are you <laughs> are you both from the area, or do you come from elsewhere? I want to know. Yeah, I'm from the area, but actually from uh, Pembroke or Hopkins Park. Okay, okay. So we met and... years, years ago. <laughs> funny story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love funny stories. Let's, <laughs> let's let's hear. It. We just got done with Valentine's Day, so we uh, you know we got to hear this story. Want to share? Um. So we met actually at KCC when I was pursuing my associates and so was he and um, I was about 17 years old and so we worked at the library together the okay. KCC library the, the KCC okay. mm-hmm. yeah and don't say my age <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. so then he kind of um, you know we were 
friends or whatever. And then mm-hmm. he kind of approached approached me or whatever. And then, like, years later, we circled back around. He finished his bachelor's at Columbia College, and we circled back around again. And, yeah, the rest is yeah. kind of history. And, and, and I didn't see you in years. Right? I was just happy to— uh, I was just having a business, went to the post office. Right. I was like, hey, that shit go again. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like you, you start bumping into each other yes. continually yes. after a while. And you're just yes. like, huh. It just makes you think, like, maybe there's more to this than, right? than meets the eye. So it was just like after that so many times, you're just like, okay, let's... Mm-hmm. Let's get serious, or uh, you know, let's I, go out. Go ahead, go ahead, Aaron. I mean, I didn't have, I didn't have anyone in my life at the time, so uh-huh. I'm out here. Uh, I'm out here trying to be serious about things. Like, hey, I just got to college. I need to make a life for myself. And yeah, I seen her. I was like, hey, like I remember when we used to work together. Uh, can I have your number? <laughs> That's exactly what he did too, Jake. <laughs> oh, that's well, you know, I mean. I don't know how the dynamics of the the library worked at at KCC at that time, but you know sometimes mm. dating uh, and a fellow coworker is frowned upon. You know, yeah. I, I don't know if it is as much much as it used to be. I feel like it's becoming more acceptable, but I could be wrong on that. I don't know. There's there's that rule like don't date your coworker because yeah. if it ends yeah. like. <laughs> Doesn't always end that way though. I know there's a um, there's a, a couple that came from the radio station I work for. Mm. They were coworkers at the radio station, and now it's like I think they just celebrated 25 years or 30 years together. Mm. You know, as a married couple. So I mean, <laughs> it's not always bad. Now. So you're originally born and raised in in Hopkins Park in Pembroke. Um, actually, or? born uh, Chicago, but uh, mainly raised in uh, Pembroke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what yeah. part of Chicago and and what brought Ooh. what brought your family to? Did you spend a lot of time in Chicago, it, or were you just a baby? I, I was a baby, but definitely I spent a whole lot of time in Chicago. So our family's from the west side of Chicago. So. I'm grateful that my mother and father brought us out to Hawkins Park because they were trying to escape the violence and things and stuff that was such in the neighborhood. So Hawkins Park was a great place for me to live through poverty, you know. So we had family, so everything was great, you know, besides the obstacles and challenges and things and such. So I'm grateful for that instead of living in Chicago, the White Sox. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a White Sox fan. Uh, Is that what you said? Uh, I'm a, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, you could say that. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or you kind of teeter between the two. And the socks. No comment on that. <laughs> I don't want to get hurt okay. after the interview. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, people are tuning off, tuning this podcast off right now as as, uh, as we're speaking. So, how old were you when you came from? What do you remember about Chicago? I, I or was, was it very, very young. I mean, like infant. You were like an infant, or you I, were a couple I years been about old, three, or? four years old. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right around that time, but we had a. Uh, a lot of stories, well, not a lot of stories, uh, during the summers and a lot of times of the weekends, we did end up going back to Chicago because I have a lot of family there. So my mother always uh, take us there, you know. Sure. You know, so, yeah. So what do you remember your parents telling you as you got older about life in Chicago 
for them? I mean, I know you just referenced well, violence, but yeah. I'm just curious if any stories come to mind that they shared with you when mm. you were older to understand. Just living, when they lived on Florida in Chicago, um, I heard this, it's just the same old stories that you are hearing now, but it's not, it's not as detrimental. You know, you had your shootings and things like that. I have two older brothers, so they've been through a lot of things far as when they was coming up in Chicago. So they was gratefully and happy to leave the city, you know. And I didn't experience a lot of that part, but I always felt like I was connected to Chicago. So I was always infatuated by it in a lot of ways. Uh, when we used to go up there on the weekends through the summers, uh, I, I went back to the West Side during my days at Columbia College, Chicago. Uh, did I like all the days there? No, but I needed the place to live, you know what I'm saying, to get so back you, and forth to school. You probably had friends or family yeah I did there. I did it, okay. it, it wasn't a great great experience with a lot of things in the environment going home was great but outside of that no yeah you know but I did what I needed to do to finish college well who would want to do that commute I mean going from Hopkins Park or even if you weren't in Hopkins if you were yeah. anywhere in Kankakee County it's just not a fun no Commute. It's not. She can tell you all wow, a lot about yeah. Did you go to Columbia as well? Uh, no, I did not. But I commuted when I was pursuing my master's degree in public administration at Roosevelt University. I commuted okay. those two years from Kankakee. Okay. Yeah, that's that's not fun. <laughs> no, not at all. Not I, at all. I, I still, <laughs> How did I do it? <laughs> yeah, I still, I still ask people that I know commute. All the time, I'm like, "How do you do it?" I just, I just don't know if I could ever handle, <laughs> ever handle that. How did your parents ended up? How did they end up choosing Hopkins Park, Pembroke? Did they? Did you have family that was here, or was it friends, or did they just happen to look at the map and they're like, "Hey, <laughs> this, this sounds promising." Uh, a lot of my uh, parents there. They from the South, you know, like uh, Memphis and uh, my mother, like, you know, they from Little Rock and things like that. So they moved to Chicago for a better opportunity. So then Hopkins Park, you know, so Hopkins Park, when they went out there, they, my uh, mother already had like siblings that was already moving out there. So that reminded them of the country where they grew up at. So, mm -hmm. you know, so they was looking forward to that environment. So, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm grateful that they did. So, Takara, where where do you come from? Did you say you were from the county, I'm, too? I'm a okay. Kankakee native. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So, grew up in the city then? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. What part of the, the city? Um, as a youth, north side, and then um, migrated to the south side. Okay, so River, not too River far. From, so not too far from where we're at, actually. Now, because like I'm on that that border of mm -hmm. Bradley and and Kankakee, so not too far from the north side as we speak. <laughs> so you you go to Columbia, uh, oh. Aaron, and what did you ended up graduating with? A bachelor of Fan Arts in Graphic Design or Graphic Communication, as you would call it. So it's a Fan Arts and a yeah, Fan Arts degree. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. 
And then Takara, you mentioned you have a master's in administration, business in, administration? In public administration. Okay. Yes. And currently pursuing my doctorate degree. Oh, my gosh. Yes. For next, organizational ne- leadership. The next time you're going to be back, it'll be Dr. Robinson. Or, <laughs> or, doc, or you go by Eldridge, too, right? Your Eldridge maiden? Robinson. Eldridge Robinson. Mm-hmm. Is Eldridge your, your maiden? Yes. Or, yeah, your maiden name, I would mm-hmm. assume. Okay. Very cool. How did Still I Rise... How did that get created? What is Still I Rise all about? Uh, So back in 2014, um, we realized that there was a void in the community as far as for the youth and young adults. Um, So we just basically said um, we've seen the violence where, you know, was increasing and everything. So we just said, oh, something has to be done. So that's when Still I Rise was created. Yeah. So we basically inspire, educate and empower youth and young adults, you know, to become self-sufficient and make positive changes in society. Did you kind of always have the idea of doing a a non-for-profit like Still I Rise in the back of your head, like when you were younger, going through your college days or even 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 before that? Because I don't know. What was your experience growing up here in in Kankakee County? Well, for myself, not so much. Um, Aaron, you can elaborate on your. Uh, far as like my having, you know, I, I always was like uh, business minded. I always wanted to uh, take on endeavors and create. I'm a creator because I'm actually like an artist. Uh, I'm a visual fan artist. I paint. I can draw all that stuff, but I don't use it as much as I do now because I don't really have the time to sit there, sure, and paint a picture or draw. But um. I always wanted a nonprofit where I can uh, uh, give back as far as the arts and uh, uh, just things in, under that umbrella. You know, uh, I had an idea like Art Nation because you can do anything in like a nation, but the whole concept is the art. And everything that formulates under there, I want to always do something like that. Uh, I probably should have said that somebody raised. Hey, I got this idea, yeah, but <laughs> but okay. that was that was an idea that I had for almost like fifteen years. So when we came together and thought of the still our rise, I was like, this is great because we have some programs with arts and culture. Right. Uh, we did some talent events and things and such. I was able to display some of my artwork and uh, so forth. Um, so, yeah. And, and to piggyback off programs outside of the arts, arts and culture program, we have health and wellness, financial literacy, uh, you know, youth entrepreneur. So, yeah, and we're looking to expand and expand on our programs as well. Uh-huh. I know, uh, yeah, recently you had the events creating care packages for to keep people warm oh, yeah. in oh, the yes. in the winter. Uh-huh. And I know that wasn't the the very first time you've done that. You do you've been doing that probably a, a, at least is it a couple times a year where you do that? Well, more than a couple, more but than yeah. A couple. Okay, I wasn't sure how <laughs> yes. many times a year it, you know is it was, it was uh, putting those packages together that had boots and blankets and mm-hmm. then there was uh yes. there was a meal from was five star wings yes. I think, yes. right? Yes. That sounded incredible. Yes. That, was it a good turnout? What oh, was it the, was it was a great turnout. We did a couple of those and funny you mention it, we have one coming up on Saturday, um, the 26th, February 26th. Uh-huh. So we'll be reaching out to the homeless again, um, giving hats, gloves, scarves, blankets, things, you know, similar to the last event. Mm-hmm. And then this time we'll have a hot meal, to-go meal, that will be catered by Eric's Edibles. 
Okay. And so, yeah, so it'll be lasagna, garlic bread, um, peach cobbler, oh, and man. salad. Wow. Well, yeah. they, you know, they they obviously deserve that. Deserve yeah. a good meal. I mean, how yeah. often? Yeah. How often do they get a good meal? Yes. Like that? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's that's great. That and, and yeah. it's something that's like dear to our heart because everyone. Uh, Almost one step away from being homeless if they miss a paycheck. Unfortunate situations happen in their life, but we a lot of us don't think of it like that. So when we out uh, giving to the homeless on the street, it's definitely a gratification. But it's us. It's our heart. You know, we're not looking for a reward or anything like that. We just know that it's needed and something that we should do because we really is connected to the community and want to make a difference. So what are some of the, the big like goal projects that are currently in the works for Still I Rise? Um, We look to develop a youth development and violence prevention program. So that's one of the biggest ones that's on the radar at the moment. And your experience trying to get closer to the youth and gain their trust and help them along, try to steer them away from violence. What I mean, what are what's the answer or what are some of the answers you think, in your opinion, to steer them away from the violent, uh, the violence we've been seeing, especially. And this is just not uh, the Kankakee area. It's all over Mm -hmm. the country right now. And it seems like that especially happens during trying times like we're living in now with the pandemic, trying to get out of the pandemic. You know, I feel like similar things uh, kind of happened when the housing market crash, Mm -hmm. uh, when Obama was in office, you know, Mm -hmm. I feel like that was another period of time where uh, uh, people were struggling financially. Mm -hmm. And so that always seems to lend itself for crime rates Mm -hmm. to go up. So yeah, what are, in your opinion, what what are some ways to help kids stay away from that? Uh, In my opinion, they want to see someone that could connect to them. You know, uh, we just had a conversation about that because a guy was asking me, hey, wear your suit. Why you wear your suit? Suits. I'm like, I wear the suits. You know, when I started off with the magazine, Custom Magazine, I was wearing suits and out in the public. But yeah, I I really truly believe the youth have to connect with you. They want to see someone like them almost, you know. So if you're wearing a suit, <laughs> you're, not, you're not very approachable, yes, right? Yes. Unless... You know, unless you're like, see, like me, I loved, I, I was like 10 years old and wearing mm-hmm. suits and ties and I yeah, loved it. But yeah. like, that's like one kid out of every 20 or whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. the, there's very few of, yes. of kids uh, that are like that. So yeah, yeah you got to dress. Yeah. How do you find ways to kind of get down to their level? Like the school district, we uh we are partnered with the school district and also go in and uh helping classes and things and such. And some of the kids would be like, hey, Mr. Robinson, I, I, I like the shoes. I like the th- I like this. I like that. Can I touch your, you know, the uh, necklace? I'm like, yeah, this, uh, I tell them what it's about. And they feel connected. So I earn they trust. And when they have, like, issues or problems, they can come to me and talk to me about that. You know, so that uh, 
lessen their situations of getting in trouble or maybe going home. Like, at the end of the day, sometimes they're like, hey, can I shoot around? I want to play basketball because at home I don't have a basketball rim or my ball may be busted or something like that. I said, come on, let's do this before you go home. <laughs> you know, let's have some fun. So I play around with them and things as such. And even with our programs, we just connect with them. Uh, I want to use the phrase uh, down to earth, you know, we're not above them or we just want to see eye to eye like, hey, we're real people too. And, you know, one day you're going to grow up and be grown and we want you to have some of those attributes like, hey, I, you know, I belong to this society or community. So, you know, those are just some thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. How about for you, Takara? Um, so I've always been a fan of, um, to piggyback off of what Aaron said, just looking up to a person that kind of looks like you. Because, like he said, in school, I go in and volunteer. And um, they're always like, oh, I love your hair, Miss Robins- Robinson, or, you know, whatever. So, And then some of them will come and they will share things, information, like from home or whatever, with me. And I'm able to give them pointers and, you know, positive messages. What are some of the, the misconceptions you feel like that filter throughout our community right now that just aren't so when it comes to the violence or when it comes to the kids or anything that you're involved in. I mean, obviously there, there's kind of several facets, you know, cause you all, we also mentioned earlier about, uh, you know, helping uh, provide supplies, uh, things of need and, and food for the homeless or people who are about to be homeless. What are the misconceptions you think that need to be looked at from a different angle? I feel like some misconceptions um, as far as like with some of our community leaders, some individuals are not very open mind. And so they kind of just put somebody in a box and they just feel mm-hmm. like this is what it is. Mm-hmm. You, know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? So they don't give that particular politician or whatever a chance. They just kind of already have summed them up. And to me, that's not fair. And I feel like that's a, a big change that needs to happen in, in the yeah. area. I definitely don't want you to give names or like a, I mean, you can, can, can you like give an example without pointing out any names or organizations in particular? Oh. I mean, because <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not here to create any controversy. I'm just, I'm just curious. I, I guess I just want an example without, you know, you, I'm not saying, Hey, I need you to come out and talk crap about this person or anything. I'm just just curious as to, I guess, to be like more direct with like what these misconceptions are. Me being a canker kid, you know, I I was raised here, but when I started to come up here, I started to see different things what people was telling me. So a lot of stuff people tell you is kind of the same thing what they probably was taught. But uh, as an areas, get different areas a chance, you know, don't be uh what's the word I'm looking for? Don't Steer. don't be don't stereotype Steer. because everybody on this side of town is not everybody on this side of the town, if you know what I mean. Yes. Like it, it or it may be some other people on the side of the town. You know, some people come from poverty. It it may be some uh, racial issues or this, that, but that's not everyone. Give people a chance, you know, stop the, stop the old thought 
let's 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 be more open minded. Let's let's go out here and try. You know, let's try. Why, why can I not go on this side of town if I feel like they did so that I want to go over there? You know, it's it's probably for me to go over there and break the stereotype. Mm-hmm. You know, if people say I'm not welcome here. I'm going to go over there because I feel like I can mingle and conversate with anyone. So why should I not be able to go over here and show my presence? So I think that's what we I think those are some of the misconceptions and things as such. And I could go I could it, it, it could it could go into a lot of things, you know. We we were just on the. Uh, it was a board meeting that we was at. You know, we on the board. Oh, uh, tonight, uh, uh, right? The meeting uh, you were at tonight. It, it, it was meeting? several days ago. Oh, okay. And for example, I'm gonna put it out there. Like people say, Pioneer Park is for the black people go to Pioneer Park. Okay, we we know they may go there, but let's show some other nationalities to go there. Let's break this stereotype. You know, let's not just label with that. Let let everyone come nationalities and break the stereotype. Let's make a change because it's going to continue to be like this the next hundred years if we do not stand up and come out and show our faces. And and even our children's going to grow up like, hey, this they going to feel like this park belongs to one group of people. It doesn't. You know, so I'm just giving an example, like, you know, some things that came up when we were speaking. So it's funny how groups of people they have the same fears like you have a fear of going to a park that is primarily maybe of a white race or whatever and then it's the other way around too Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like the the white race and other races might be afraid to go to a certain park because of the the african-american or hispanic or whatever it is population you sit down and you think about it, and it's like you're both afraid of the same. <laughs> almost the same. You're both afraid of each other, so it's like, and then it's like, but you know, we yeah. need to, you know, let's and, get out and talk about it. Let's 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 break that barrier. Let's yes. cross that so we can show that example to the youth and everyone that's coming up behind us, so they not coming up and like, hey, my mother said this park with this, or my grandma said this, or you know, let's change that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I just in the um, it hasn't been quite a year since doing this podcast and there more and more people are coming out of the the woodworks and turning out to be from Hopkins Park in Pembroke. And they're uh-huh. doing great things like yes. such as yourself. You know, I'm uh-huh. discovering more and more there's great people coming out of an uh-huh. area that doesn't get enough recognition, uh-huh. but should because there's these great like-minded people like yourself uh-huh. that are coming out of there and doing these yeah. great things. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's, um, it's really great to see from a different limelight, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I feel like I have to be the beacon of light or I have to make that change for this, this concept, you know, whatever people put on a area, I'm like, no, we we could we better than that. We could mm-hmm. do different. Uh, I hit this one guy. He was shocked because he was down in the area just so bad. I was like, "Hey, I'm from Hawkins Park." Like, ah, oh, really? Like, yeah, I am. I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, any interview or anyone I talk to, I'm grateful. I'm I'm happy to say I'm from Hawkins Park. It's no shame. I don't care if I grew up in poverty. Uh, it was a lot of situations we had when we was growing up. But I, hey, I'm here. 
you know, I'm here to talk about it. Everybody don't get the opportunity. And I'm here to advocate for change and, like, it could be betterment, you know, if you put forth the effort and if you want to do better for yourself. Mm-hmm. Why not? What are some direct examples of wanting to things you're wanting to make changes in or make make things better with, you know, still I rise? Some other, you know, I know you talked about the that program earlier. That's like your ultimate goal. What are all the facets involved in that? So um, to get the ball rolling, we'll be, of course, hiring staff, you know, to run the program and everything, um, program director, coordinator, you know, um, assistant, et cetera. Um, so and then basically we're just looking to make a difference in youth mm-hmm. lives and lessen the violence and just the the negative um, activities that youth you know yeah, partake the, in these days. Or the negative stigmas and things and so forth. Mm-hmm. And and letting them know no matter what type of home you come from, you still could be great. You still, if you want to, be a business uh, savvy individual. You could go to this college. You can do that. You know, no limitations. You know, the sky's the limit if it makes sense. You know, so. Just go for your goal and and believe in your existence and your purpose, you know. Are there any um, young people that you've worked with since starting the organization that really started out in a bad situation and now they're doing much better? Is there any examples of that that you can think of? Probably plenty of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of the youth, they will come up and thank us for, you know, our programs. And it's like, oh, my gosh, your program didn't exist. I don't know where I'd be today or things like that. And that's very, very gratifying. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's There's nothing like that feeling. Mm -hmm. What's an, an average day? For both of you, because I mean, outside, I mean, outside of Still I Rise, like what is your your full time? I know we I mentioned the the publishing company. Is that your is your full time gig or what? Say that's that's one of them. But it's 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 a balance. You know, we do a balance uh, because you have consciousness, right? Yeah, consciousness magazine. Let's talk about that. So, Uh how did Consciousness Magazine start? Is that what you both work on then, outside of Still I Rise? We do. However, he started prior to. Uh Okay. Prior to us. Yeah, yeah. It was established back in two thousand and four. So that's like one of my main, you know, I say babies right there. Yeah. So we're still building. Uh, we reached a lot of levels, changed a lot of lives with the publication, inspired a lot of people, and we just continue to move forth and, and, and empower, you know, through the publication. So it's been a grateful experience, and it still is to this day. So what's the, the whole premise of the the magazine, uh, basically to make a difference in society, uh, it's an entertainment, inspirational publication, and we have intriguing content, uh, interviewed uh, celebrities and significant individuals with testimonies and stories and so forth. Uh, that's uh, heartfelt and bring awareness to some of the things uh, they may not say. Well, uh, certain media. So, you know, just just giving them an opportunity to have the floor and speak. And I know um, you just had uh, the Fifth Dimension 
lead singer. You had uh, Florence LaRue. Oh, yeah. Or is it LaRoe? It's LaRue, isn't it pronounced LaRue? LaRue? Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's so awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so. And Sister Sledge, too, right? Oh, yes, yes. I mean, yeah. what have been like your favorite people to talk talk to or, or learn wow. from? What was something interesting you... I mean, it, I'm just, I'm seeing these names. I'm sure there's several other mm-hmm. names besides, especially since you've been doing the mm-hmm. Consciousness magazine since 2004. Isaiah Thomas, NBA legend, uh, Hall of Famer. Uh, I actually met him through the publication many, many years ago. And what what I love about Isaiah, he's he's like a real individual. You could come up to him. You could talk to him. You could touch him. You could like he's real, you know, no bodyguards, any of that stuff. And we, we from the same area, basically West side of Chicago. And every year he gives back to his community and he's just a a heartfelt, you know, individual. He's, he's, I could go all day about it, but you know what I'm saying? And individuals like that or Booker T of the WWE became one of my friends. And like he say, hey, I'm just a regular dude out here. I work too. And just because his work situation may be different for yours, but he's still going to work. He said, I'll put on the, my pants the same way the other individual. That'll make me <laughs> yes. different, you yes. know? So yeah. individuals like that, they still, they may have... A, a celebrity or they may be famous, but they still real individuals. And that's what I love about some of the indiv- and the people that uh, we interview and some of the people that became my friends over the years. So, Is Consciousness Magazine, is it still a print magazine yes. or is it just completely digital now? I know a lot of mm-hmm. publications with this day and age. They yeah. ha- have both or one or the other, you know. Yeah, yeah. We mainly print on demand, but we definitely, we stay digital. Uh, if you go to www.consciousmagazine or just put in uh, Conscious Magazine and Google, it come up on a whole lot of uh, online stores and so forth. So you can order it uh, and get a print issue or you could get a download issue of digital. So Okay, great. Yeah. When you posted the uh, the cover uh, about Sister Sledge and then, you know, Fifth Dimension and everything. Oh, yeah. It just it made me want to read it, too. So, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, both legendary, mm-hmm. you know, music groups and music- musicians and everything. Absolutely. So while Aaron's working on Consciousness Magazine, what are you working on, Takara? I'm working on Consciousness Magazine as well. Okay. So, yeah, so, so, I, so I interview also. <laughs> you interview also? Okay, so who, are, who have been some of your favorite interviews uh, or people to talk to. I could say NDRE was one of the most heartwarming and heartfelt ones, um, interviews that I did. Um, so, um, she just basically, she was just a real, I mean, like, I could send her like an auntie or something Uh just was real. And she just made me know that like, um, it's okay to be you and to look how you look. I can have my hair like I have it. I don't have to look like the next person to make it in the industry. So she basically, yeah, she was yeah, awesome. It's interesting. Like, you know, you could walk around and think, oh, gosh, I hate my hair. But then you're going to get like 10 or 20 people in one day 
that'll walk by you and say, oh my gosh, Takara, I love your hair. I, I wish I had that hair. And Aaron, you I know? get that all the time, right? <laughs> I mean, and I, it just, it doesn't, like, they could say that about me, they could say that about Aaron, be like, man, like, I wish I had Aaron's hair, and Aaron's like, man, I hate my hair. <laughs> you know, like, it's it's just amazing how we... Um, you know, we we take for granted, I guess, what we do have mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. think and just kind of embracing mm-hmm. that, you know, like I'm trying to, you know, I've got a receding hairline. So I'm somehow trying to figure out how I can embrace that and kind of just be like, yeah, OK, you know, that's what I have to work with. I'm balding, you know, that's OK. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, and maybe someone out there is jealous of that. I don't know. <laughs> I have I have yet to find someone, but maybe there is. Um, but you know, it's just funny how we all we have those things. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you always want what you don't have, and then when you have it, you yeah. don't want it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah I was constantly sure. trying to find that that balance <laughs> for sure. What are some things that that still I rise needs help with, or are you looking for volunteers, or what exactly do you need? help with um still our rise can always use donations um because our goal is to help as many as possible so of course the more donations then the more we're able to reach you know so donations and volunteers also mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and if someone wants to become a volunteer or even to donate where where do they go where do they uh, go to look up Still I Rise on online? Um, yes, they can go to our website, www.still-irise.org. And then also they can call 815-414-9614. Okay, awesome. What are some things that you would like to see happen here in the future? Oh, well, I, I think it's moving in a great direction right now. And we just sit back and see how everything develop and mm-hmm. just en- enjoy it while we're in our existence right now. You know, uh, like I tell Takara, we always talk about it. Some people say we may not have this or this, this, this. And my attitude would be like, hey, if we don't have it, you can go make a way and see how you can bring it here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's yeah. my attitude. Yeah. You know, but, yeah, exactly. You know, and then we'll have it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I understand people's concerns, thoughts, and things as such. And no way I overlook, overlook that. But if we continue to play our roles, uh, uh, have conversation, and create ideals, uh, it could be, it, everything is, I believe, is, yeah, one, one day at a time, man continue to develop and grow. So there was now I just remembered Takara. There was one thing I was going to ask you about and now I just remembered it. So you have a relationship with Gretchen or you know Gretchen. Um and I don't know Gretchen's last name, but she's definitely been a person of interest to have on the podcast because almost everyone knows Gretchen whether it's just They've seen her in public many times or what, but Gretchen, she uh, she sewed or she crocheted uh, like a blanket for you guys, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So, yeah, that was so touching to us. <laughs> so um, she found us and um, she had handcraft a blanket for us. And then she had also a goodie bag um, filled with like hygiene items. And she just wanted to bless someone that was homeless with that. So... So what do you know about, do you know anything else about Gretchen? Besides, do you know, have you talked with her? 
I'm, I'm just curious to know more about yeah, Gretchen. Just from seeing her around, and of yeah. course, if we're in the same place, you know, I'll speak to her and everything. But sure. you know, I don't have a personal relationship with her. However, oh, okay, very kind of her to make that blanket and and donate it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was that was very yes. sweet. Yes, yeah. sure was. Yes, it was. Yeah. This has been a lot of fun. Um, thank you both, uh, thank Aaron you. and uh, Takara Robinson, for being on. Um, yeah, look up Still I Rise. Look up Consciousness Magazine. Are there any other uh, magazines or, or uh, publishings that you're affiliated with that uh, you want to give a shout out to? Not publishing, but you can also check out TakaraMusic.com, and that's music with a K. Okay, so you play or you sing or both? <laughs> It's kind of a mesh, yeah, a blend of, of okay. Genres. So let's talk about that. I didn't even think we would. here we go. We're we're not done yet. Let's talk about music. What 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 kind of music do you are do you actually write or you just perform other people's songs or? Oh no, it's original music. So it's like a blend of um, pop. R&B, rap. Hip-hop. Um, yeah, yeah, hip-hop. So it was like a blend. A fusion type of music. Mm-hmm. So, Takara actually did the uh, the music fest. Merchant Street Music Fest. I had, I had a 50-minute set last I didn't year. know that. Yeah. So yeah. did you get a band together, or did you just have backing tracks? or? It was just myself with my original music, and then, of course, okay. my husband, my sidekick. Okay, so you play too, Aaron? I'm just a uh, no. sidekick. No, he, no, no, he's not just my sidekick. He's been doing this since a youth. Uh. <laughs> so what do you both play? Um, we just vocalists. Uh, You're just vocalists. You know, okay. hip-hop. Uh, I'm, I'm more of hip-hop uh, producer. I just create music, and we write together and just put out songs. And, yeah, yeah, so I'm, I have a song with his good friend, um, Gary Hines of Sounds of Blackness. Yep, and then also um, hip-hop legend uh, Keith Murray also. Okay. Mm-hmm. How, did, how did you get into music? Well, oh, it was all Aaron. All Aaron. <laughs> really? all, you weren't super interested in, in it until Aaron came along? Well— I was managing some artists uh, uh, probably about eight, seven years ago. A was it longer? A little longer than that now. Nine, ten, maybe. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know, time just flies, doesn't it? <laughs> so we were just playing around, and uh, she said something. I said, hey, say that again. And she said it again. I was like, I think we got something there, you know. And from there, you know, we did the artist development, and then we started working with professional uh, artists, uh, recording artists and things as such. And from there, it was just history. So, yeah, so she never said anything that time when we was kind of playing around. So you just kind of reeled her into it, it sounds like. Well, no, the talent would have went unnoticed if I had not said those words during that time because I didn't know I had it. But, but she always said it because she always wrote uh, poetry. Uh, she You played the uh, uh, clarinet. Mm-hmm. So that was something that was dear to her heart. And I think I poured it out of her again. And uh, and it just it just kind of gelled from there. Mm-hmm. So she was already doing it really before I, I kind of discovered it. But uh, mm-hmm. I said it and I was like, hey, we 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's make history with this. So, do you are there any other instruments that you've played? Just clarinet? I'm like just when, clarinet. Okay. How about you, Aaron? No, no other instruments. Well, I'm just not instrumental. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just hear sounds, and I could just produce tracks and things uh-huh. and such. So. So where's your headspace usually at when you are when you're writing? What what sparks something for you? Or are you a person that uh, just says, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to work on this for 30 minutes and then see what happens? It kind of just comes. Um, you know, it kind of just yeah. comes. Yeah. We just kind of vibe off mm-hmm. each other. Sure. Yeah, feed from each other energy and uh, come up with ideas and, and concepts. concepts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are there any, like, do you perform regularly or is it just kind of like a here and there Anytime we have a good opportunity, we're definitely performing. Mm -hmm. So we have have a few performances already lined up for this year as well. Do you just go by your name or do you have a a separate name? Oh, no. I go by Takara. You just go by Takara? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's awesome. Well, let me know. (laughs) The next time, and are are your tracks available online to listen to anywhere? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So where where can I find Takara? On all digital platforms. All of them. So I can just type in, like, on Spotify, I can type in Takara and you'll be there? Absolutely. Oh, man. I'm going to listen now. <laughs> I'm going to let you know what I think. Maybe I'll, I'll maybe we'll have to slip in a little uh, sliver for people to check out. Um, do you have any uh, CDs or anything like that, or is it just uh, just digital? Digital and the, physical. We have both. Have, you do have physical copies. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to check that out now. I've got something else to listen to. That's so cool. Um, but there's no plans in the in in like the um, near future as far as shows or any new music or anything like that right now that you're oh, promoting. Absolutely, we have a well. I I won't say, but yeah, we have new music definitely yeah, um, we that will be project, yeah uh, that will be releasing so uh, Working on that. Yeah. Yeah. She's gonna always. You always I have like well about four shows this summer festivals. Yeah. So I'm booked for okay. four yeah, yeah, so. festivals this summer already. So. Which do you know which can you announce which ones they are yet? We gotta wait. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But a lot of them are gonna be local, so okay. look, look out for that. So okay. Yeah. That's exciting. Well, good for you. That's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, type in Takara wherever, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you get your music online and give that a give that a listen. And that's T-O-C-A-R-R-A. Yes, I'm glad you spelled it because, yeah, there's mm-hmm. just like any other name. There's many different ways to spell it, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you again to both of you. Um and I, I think that about covers it, right? I yeah, think so right. as well. Yeah, yes. Awesome. Well, thank you again. If there's anything I can ever do for both of you, you just let me know. I'm okay. happy to support Still I Rise and, uh, you know, help get the word out, you know. Thank you, Jen. And, thank yeah, you. Of course. Before we say our goodbyes, I do want to play a song from Takara. I had the chance to uh, go on Spotify and uh, look up Takara's music, and I really liked it, actually. I was really impressed. Uh, The latest single that she released, and it was actually after we, we recorded the episode with her and Aaron, the latest song she released is called Move Like That, and you can find it on Spotify or wherever it is that you stream music. Records, baby, and done deal. Right. 
didn't know you can move, move your body like that. Then you know you can move, move your body like that. Turn around, stop your feet, you can do it like that. Turn around, stop your feet, you can do it like that. Takara's latest single, Move Like That, here on Kankakee Podcast. I really got stuck in my head, honestly. I heard it the one time, and I couldn't get out of my head after I listened to it. That concludes this episode of Kankakee Podcast. Thank you so much to Aaron and Takara Robinson. 
of Still I Rise for being guests. I'm Jake Lamore. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this podcast with a family, friend, or neighbor that you think might enjoy learning new things about the people and places of Kankakee County. Because the more we share this podcast with new people, the more we're going to grow. Also, a special thank you to our patrons for helping make this episode possible, including Jake Lee, Jesse Arsenal, Dave Barron, Daryl Damper, Samantha Rocknowski, Lake Iverson, Travis Garcia, Jane Bostwick, Dawn Harrison, Simon Topless, Scott Wright, Carrie O'Connell, Jamie Race, Eric Olson, Jeff and Rosa Carroll, Teague Dreenan, Sandy and Steve Twait, and Rose Lucky. To become a patron, go to kankakeepodcast.com and click on the patron tab. Now, if you pledge $5 or more per month, you'll also hear your name announced on an episode of Kankakee Podcast. There's also other rewards like early access to episodes, commercial-free episodes. You can also uh, become a guest on the podcast or suggest a topic to be discussed on a future episode. Uh, Podcast merch, discounts on podcast events, uh, so much more. Uh, Your monthly pledge is truly appreciated, and our goal right now is to reach $400 per month. And this is to help launch our new YouTube series called Kankakee Podcast Out and About, where we actually take you to to the inside of some of the coolest places in Kankakee County. So please sign up for the patron program today at kankakeepodcast.com. Even if it's only $1 per month, it helps us reach our goal. So thank you so much for that. Our theme song is by Lupe Carroll. I'll talk to you next time. 